Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. Today is Thursday, July 7th. I am meteorologist Dave Turley, joined by, as always, meteorologist Andrew Gordon. Andrew, how are you doing today? Good, good. You know, uh, hitting the end of the week, looking forward to the weekend, and uh, some hot weather that is here with us to close it on out. Yeah, we are seeing... uh, more of these temperatures, which are a little bit above what we expect to see this time of the yep, year. Yep. And we do have uh, some uh, alerts to be talking about here. We're going to be talking about the heat. We'll talk about, eh, we'll t- do we want to talk about the storm potential tonight? Might as, uh, might as well. I mean, by the time people there. listen to this, oh, it'll be God. gone by then. But we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about that trend kind of continuing into the weekend. Yeah, so, sure, sure. And then we'll maybe talk about what we have plans coming up for the weekend. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? All right. So let's dive on in. It's hot, Dave. Um, this morning I woke up and usually these heat advisories are issued, you know, the day before, whatever, right with my alarm. Heat advisory today. I'm like, ah, well, it's going to be hot. Not too much different than the past couple of days. But, um, you know, there is a chance that our criteria could be met, that we get a feels like temperature or two near 110 degrees. And we've talked about this on previous podcasts in June for the National Weather Service in Charleston. If the forecast is for a heat index of 105 before, you know, a decent amount of time, then heat advisor. That's why we had a first alert weather week, as I guess you could call it that that one week. And we even put it on Saturday. But uh, today, now that, you know, we're in July, we haven't had up to 110, which is what the criteria bumps up to for the weather service in Charleston. It was a possibility and still could be. So that's why the, the heat advisory is out there. But you'll notice if you look at what we post on social media or online, it's trimmed away from the coast and the islands. It's right. for inland communities. And it only goes through 5 o'clock. Yeah, Normally, a- the heat advisory is through 7, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Today, through 5 o'clock. And I was kind of shocked by well, getting this heat advisory here today. Here. Not that we can't just go and talk to the, our friends at the National Weather Service, but we like figuring things out on our own. I think, you know, we were, we were talking about this earlier with the storm potential and Storms have been getting so high. They hit, you can only go so high. Oxygen goes so high, then the storms spread out. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're thinking a cloud deck gets built in just from an anvil, something like that, and kind of caps heating today closer to five, cools things off a little bit. Right, right, so. yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll wait and see. Either way, you know, those heat index values, once they're over 100, it's just hot. Just keep yourself hydrated. Try to stay in the air conditioning. If you try, have to exercise to do uh, try to get it done after that five, six o'clock hour when yep. the temperature drops just a little bit. Um, and uh, just try not to do anything too crazy. And if you do have to work outside, which many people do, mm-hmm. just take a lot of breaks. Drink, think, drink that air, drink that water uh, in the air conditioning. Hot. He's hot. Well, you know, it's been a, a fun day here at work. But I uh, also want to remind you guys to take care of your pets. You know, this it's it's common knowledge, but... Maybe it snuck up on you that it's going to be in the mid-90s today, and you want to make sure that you're taking care of them outside as well. Don't walk them on the hot pavement. Yeah. And maybe you're lucky enough to have a yard, but if not, make sure that uh, you're walking them either in the grass, in the shade. Put your hand down for five seconds, and if you can't hold it there, then you know your pets probably shouldn't be walking on that. And they don't really have a great way to communicate to you if their their little paws are getting burned. To make sure they have some clean, cold water, yeah, and nice hopefully they have some shade. If you have to leave them outside, and make sure at least have some shade and some cold water to, to help them out. But preferably, you can bring them inside in the air conditioning. Yeah, that's, that's where we're at right now. And it's nice and cold. Sometimes, um, you know, people will joke if they come and visit the studio. And they're like, why do you guys have a jacket on? And, well, <laughs> we were talking the studio today. is what, 68 degrees? Like, it's, yeah. it's a little cool. And the air conditioner is constantly on. It's not like it's 68 degrees and the air conditioner is off. It's 68 and the air is still mm-hmm. pumping on you. And it's just, it's cold. I'm right here just kind of 
moving my hands together because I'm I'm a little chilly. Yeah, we got to get him a little campfire going. So <laughs> we do. But no, it's some. it's nice and cool in here. It's nice on the hot days to walk in, but it gets to you after a little bit. Well, Dave, I guess there are a few things that we can still talk about. Let's go with from heat to drought. So the new drought monitor came in, and this one gets a little tricky because I know your house specifically got a lot of rain, but yes. the airport itself did not. So they're still at a significant deficit for the year. Yes. Uh, over 10 inches, I'm pretty sure, for the year. But uh, you use a pond or a little lake in, in your neighborhood as <laughs> yes. a good reference point. So yeah. how are we doing there this You week? know, it was so low just a couple weeks ago, and I've never really seen it that low. We've been getting these thunderstorms, and they've been hitting our area. We mm-hmm. had my little rain gauge in the back of my house had well over five inches wow. of rain. Um, you see, I got back from New York on Tuesday. So it was basically from Monday through I checked it on Thursday. So five inches last week, and then whatever we had in here since then. So uh, that pond is filled up. Our little lake at the end of our of the, our street is uh, doing great. It's back to normal levels, and um, my lawn looks great. I'm, I'm not seeing the severe drought at my house, but it has expanded just a little bit for our area. Yeah, for Georgia, it went over 3% to over 6%. It wasn't an, an exact double, um, but that entire 6% is in our viewing area here along the coast. It's creeping south. It's creeping inland just a little bit. Meanwhile, our South Carolina counties decreased a little bit. We have been favoring a little bit more rain further north, but, you know, it, it is tough with those. They're they're more of a, a guiding point versus, right. you know, hard and true, this is a drought or not. But it, it, they do stand some importance because once you get into the next level, that's when city municipalities will start to issue maybe some water restrictions and things like that because it is a government product and and they're going to take that seriously and you don't want to ever get into that where they start restricting it they'll start probably with like uh uh, water days odd and even water days and stuff like that so uh, you never want to see that you'd like to have some of the rain and this is when we normally get it in the summertime you usually get these afternoon storms Mm -hmm. this is our highest rain totals on average are into the summertime because of those and so We've been doing pretty good here the last couple of weeks, but it certainly was dry for quite some time. I, I just don't see us making up to the end of the year. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to take some sort of a tropical system, whether it's a little depression or whatever to, to get that rain back. And you don't want it all at once either. You don't want to get it soak all at in. once. But yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, it's hot, but, and it's dry. And when it's hot and dry, it kills the grass. Yeah. But with you saying you got five inches of rain, grass looking good. Our loads are great. Yeah. Uh, the zoysia lawn is, is really filling in. We talk about every week. We, it's know. a little thing we throw in there. It's wonderful. I, I am in love with it. It feels great. Uh, the front, the sides are looking good. The back has been filling in. That was really, it was, um, uh, got the fungus. So it really killed a lot of the back. And it's been taking a little bit longer to get that to come back. But it's filling in now. Uh, I do have a little bit of some weeds in there. I actually just put some stuff down. <laughs> Funny story. Last night, um, you're supposed to put the, uh, the, the weed killer down. And you have to have at least four hours of dry, eight hours preferable. So I got some stuff for, um, what is it, uh, nut sage. That's got its own little weed killer. That's the little thin grass that kind of pokes up and it spreads pretty quickly. And then I think it was um, duck duckweed. I've heard that. That's the thick before. green stuff. that it, it fills in the areas which were bare from the, from the fungus. So the grass is filling in, but then those bare spots, I was getting some fungus. So... I sprayed for both of those last night when I got home from work. When I left work, no storms. There was nothing on the radar. I had a few Not showers a uh, in, in Scriven County near Sylvania. The storms were ending. 
And I'm driving home, I'm like, oh, that looks like a pretty good thunderhead. You know, I'm looking out to the west here. And I get home, and I see these storms popping up in, in, in Pembroke. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And they just started to fire up. And we had some collision of some boundaries or yeah. stuff last night. But they, none of the models showed that developing out there no. that I was looking at. And then it started to drift eastward. I'm like, oh, don't come in here. i got to keep Stop the grass it. dry. We weren't, the you weren't out. supposed to be here. So it happens even to meteorologists as well. It's right. never an inexact science. We hope we get it as much as we can to talk about the possibilities of what could happen. But thankfully, it didn't rain at my house. It, it, it dried out but right before. But I know they had some lightning in Pooler, Bloomingdale, and it was close. But it uh, didn't get to Berwick. Yeah, just missed you. And I feel like downtown's kind of missed on those uh, heavy downpours. When I went on a, a run in the, the late evening, probably, well, not late evening for me. It was like 5.15. But running around Forsyth, it's shaded. So it's hot getting there. But then you can tell there's like a 10, 15-degree difference when you get under the, the tree. So I, I managed that. But I was looking off. to the, I could see those storms from downtown. Oh, even, yeah. you know, through the trees, through the buildings, they were tall. And we've gotten a few reports, uh, maybe I say a few, maybe two reports of hail this week. Not, not severe, right? but when these storms grow so high, you tap into that colder moisture, it's easier for those updrafts to kind of grab into the, the hail that's falling down, push it back up until it can't support it, and you get hail that falls to the ground. We've had a couple times that, and, and I think even you know on Thursday this afternoon and, and maybe even Friday we'll get a chance of that. More so when we get a front coming in this weekend, you typically don't get hail with fronts because they're more linear, they sweep through, they don't right. sit and build. So we'll see, but yeah, some really pretty towering clouds I, I got this video i haven't posted it on facebook yet i either will tonight or in the morning but um somebody in coffee bluff just sat there and it was like the perfect sound of summer you had the the crickets chirping and it was their whole screen took up this, this huge thunderhead mm-hmm. pretty like at twilight time so it's like purplish blue right and then you had the big puffy white clouds still losing their color with the lightning flashing in them and then distant thunder i'm like man that's perfect you know yeah. it's not maybe not for who's under it but whenever you're 30 plus miles away and you can see that, you're like, ah, that's that's, nice. that's good. Yeah, I t- it's without, not heat lightning. Yeah, it, there's no such thing as heat lightning. Heat lightning is just a thunderstorm that's so far away you can see the lightning, but you can't hear the thunder. Boom. There's your fun fact for the day. Um, uh, I was out walking the dog last night with Spencer. We were walking the dog, and I get up to the lake where it kind of clears out with the trees, and we can see the thunderstorms. And I had to run back home. I said, I got to get some video of this. And it was just a tremendous amount of lightning you can see with yeah. those sort of pow, 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 big storms. You couldn't hear the thunder yet at our house, where I think it was about 22 miles away. Um, but just a tremendous light show with that. Yeah, I saw your post, and I was like, man, that's it's relaxing. I like that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's great it's when good. it's not right over you. Yeah, for sure, unless you're trying to sleep, and you're like, ah, this is nice. Yes. But uh, let's transition from thunderstorms to tropics. Now, it has been quite technically, though. I know we've, we've got three storms. We had Colin that just kind of came out of the blue. I, you know, I think that was a, just went over a buoy, got named. Yeah, and that lost was a borderline, it. yeah. Yeah, that was a... Uh, you know, let's call it a developed, review. Yeah, it developed over land. I know. And it stayed, most like, of the time it stayed over land. If you're a, um, a baseball fan, they'd be putting a challenge call into New York on that one. But yeah, it's all right. Challenge flag, it is what yeah. it is. Uh, we'll, we'll pull out our meteorology red tie, throw it out. We'll challenge <laughs> it. But, it, you know, it, it produced wind, whatever. It didn't really do anything for us, and it was north of the area. But now that we technically have had three, just going by averages, we're technically still a above average by about a month. Usually our third name storm comes about a month from now. So this is a very quiet time. I still call it a quiet start to the season, just comparatively speaking to the last few, even if it's above average here, looking at a 25, 30 year average. 
but for us, it's it's been quieter than normal and obviously no impacts. And Colorado State, which is usually the first in the spring to put out their uh, projection for the Seasonal season. outlook, right? Yeah, their seasonal outlook. Updated another one today. And essentially, with there being three storms already a little ahead of schedule, they just bumped everything up by one. So they're up to 20 named storms. I want to say nine hurricanes, five major. I, I hope that's right. Yeah, I don't. It might be 10. Nine or 10. Uh, I know. My, I'm using my phone for the video <laughs> here, so I can't look it up. Either way, the, the important note is that we're still on track to have an overall above average season for, you know, the Atlantic hurricane season. You texted me. Here it is. I did text you. Here it is. Uh, yeah, 20 uh, name storms, 10 hurricanes. Uh, yeah, and five major All right, hurricanes. Well, I was off by one. Yeah. <laughs> 10 hurricanes. So we have some to go. And Bonnie crossed on over Central America and is still turning out there. Yeah, and you know, that was one of the things that I was uh, talking about. Um, and I had to actually go back and look. When a storm crosses over from one area, crosses mm-hmm. over from the Atlantic Basin into the Eastern Pacific Basin, uh, normally they, they used to be able to change the names no matter what. Now they actually, I believe since uh, it was the early 2000s or something like that, they changed the way that they did that. It would keep the name, so it kept Bonnie, as long as it's still together. As long as it's still an actual storm, uh, it will keep the same name as opposed to getting a new name. Like you could um, really uh, de-intensify and kind of open up and then re-intensify in the other area. It would get a new name. Right, and when Dave says open up, that's why Bonnie, we sat there and talked about it last week on the Tropical Updates. Oh, could be a, a, a name system. This afternoon, the next update at 11, at 2, at 5, at whatever, and it just took four days of us saying next update could be a storm because they couldn't find a closed low, a closed center of circulation. So uh, to Dave's point, if you keep a closed center of circulation over land, which it did over Central America because it crossed over a very thin area, so it didn't tear it up, that's probably one of the only areas that that could happen in where it just made that little jump over, didn't lose its characteristics, keep the name. If it would have dwindled on out, opened up, kind of lost it, got into favorable conditions, reconfigured itself, then it probably would have gotten whatever that Pacific name Whatever the name would was, have been right. as a brand new storm. Remnants of Bonnie is now this in the this, Pacific. Yes. So interesting. Doesn't usually happen to us. And obviously with the Pacific, nothing's usually going to affect us here in the low country and coastal empire. But that was the that first way. time that I can remember. I remember the next day I had to go and look because our weather graphics are changed in our system because it's no longer... In the Atlantic storm, mm-hmm. it's an EP, an Eastern Pacific, so we had to change all our graphics where it's pulling its data from. Yeah, yeah. So Even though it's the same storm. It, that, you know, I didn't have to do that because you worked Saturday. I did it, yeah. I woke up Saturday morning, and I said, where'd that come from? You know, and I was just like, wow, because we had looked up the, uh, and now we're going back in a week's time now talking about weather, but there was that little low, and it looked mischievous on the radar. I remember, I don't usually. Oh, for Colin, yeah. For Colin, for Colin. Sorry, I, I got my brain doesn't always catch up with my words, but I looked at it. I don't usually post, you know, radar loops and things like that on social media, but I even remember going to my boss's office and I was like, Hey, like, I know this looks tropical in nature, but the buoys around it are pulling 10 miles an hour. You're going to get a stronger gust than that just in the daytime on time. Like it's not anything. And then it was just so weird that it developed over land. So it looked very tropical. It was circulating, had a little low with it. But, you know, waking up last Saturday and seeing at five or whatever it was, oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh, poor Ron. Poor Ron. 
You know, I was yeah. like, man, it was... Uh, well, none of the models developed it really. At all. And, and they brought it inland. So you're always taught... We always say once the storm goes over land, it's going to lose its its fuel source and it's going to weaken. It's not going to intensify. It, and it did it overnight too, so it's like the lowest heating of the day. It's yeah. just it's interesting to, to look at, but I guess that's just something for us. If if it looks mischievous, give it a, a second glance. Anything I can guess. happen this time of the year. You got warm water influence, any type of circulation. Mm-hmm. You just got to keep an eye on it, especially close to the coast, because I think I know for a fact that the water near us is in the mid 80s yes and then the gulf is even warmer than that Mm -hmm. so yeah you got to watch these these systems and and we're not looking at anything outlooked by the hurricane center right now but we have this little front that i that i referenced earlier coming through and those never completely clear all the way south of florida you get a dying front turn stationary get over warm water with not a lot of shear and some of the models are pulling like a week low here week low there you know just kind of like sprinkling it along the east coast and i'm like you know it's not likely going to develop anything and if it did it wouldn't affect us right but it's um you know you just got to watch those those fronts that, that don't completely make it all the way down to florida any type of stalled front any type of low that's even non-tropical this mm-hmm. time of the year just gotta watch it a little spin could be there mm-hmm. well Dave, that's that's all i got for today yeah i well. don't i don't really have a uh, huge weekend plans or anything like that so just gonna try to try to relax and and uh enjoy the rain without having to forecast it yeah well i'm on vacation this is my last day for a while so i'll be relaxing mm-hmm. for a little bit you want to I don't talk, have any talk plans. about your vacation well we can talk about be first before we get into our vacation i have to say happy 18th birthday to my daughter samantha she oh, turns go, 18 samantha. on friday tomorrow the 8th and uh she was she wasn't going to be home for her birthday oh she was going to go to her trip with her friends um uh, near Atlanta. This is going to be her first kind of big trip away, away by from, herself, away driving. Away from mom and dad. Uh, I wasn't too keen. But, you know, that's, that's just what happens as you get older. You have to let them go and, and do their thing. Uh, but that got canceled. So she's going to be home wow. for her 18th You're birthday. So we get, I am happy. I don't know if she is. You know, we got 18 years. We can't even celebrate your 18th birthday. You know, I, I'm very happy that we get yeah. to celebrate birthdays with my daughter. Yeah. And then you get to go have a little bit of a... And I took the day off for yeah. that. Now that I can actually, then she tells me that she's not going to be. I'm like, well, I'm already, why am I, I'm off for your birthday. I took it off. Yeah. So anyways. Uh, yeah. And uh, then, yeah, some things are going on next week. We can talk about that afterwards. How about when he gets back? Yeah. Uh, but how about, we just, we throw this in there too, as, as we close out the podcast. I know it's a weather podcast, but Syria's last day today. Oh yeah. You know, I, I've worked with her for over four years and as you know, getting up early, not always the easiest thing to do. No. You're waking up before three in the morning. Oh, you get past three, you're, you're <laughs> pushing it. Um, she's one of those just bubbly, smiling people that you walk into work, you know that neither of you kind of want to be there yet. You're not awake. You're not firing all cylinders. Always the friendliest hello, just, you know, and, and your buds. You know, her and I actually live very close to each <laughs> yeah, other. Very close. So on... I, I wanted to do like a little on-air thing for her for a minute. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've spent, you know, probably 90% of my day within 100 or 200 feet of her. It's crazy. So yeah. I don't see her that often, you know, when, when we're out of work. But it, it, she's going to be missed. And she was vital to the community for sure. Uh, the News at Daybreak worked her way up and 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 earned that job. And, and she earned wherever she's going now. You know, that's something that she'll have to discuss with folks. But she was Miss Savannah. Savannah Socialite was always oh, at yeah. any event, but never complained about it. Loved it. It was always there's a difference between coworkers and 
or just people in general. And it's like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Some people are like, oh, well, I have to do this. Or, you know, I have to not MC this or whatever. Like you're kind of voluntold to do some things. And she's like, oh, well, I get to do Good this. Work. I get to do that. Yeah. And she just was always excited. She loved being in the community. Yes. And we're definitely going to gonna miss her. And I know you got to work with her. For, I was, for I worked while. with her for many years. Yeah. She was on daybreak as well. I was on daybreak for years. And then she came on uh, to daybreak and, uh, you know, she was, she was so uh, energetic and she was, just brought a ray of life into the show, yep. you know, and was always uh, excited to do whatever you wanted to do, you know, you had to do in the morning. Uh, she was there. And again, it's not the easiest shift to be up and awake for, yep. uh, but she made it fun and we had a great time with that. And um, yeah, we're going to miss her here at the station. Yeah. And we're excited to see who comes in um, next. We have no idea. Uh, but um, before we get to all that, obviously just wanted to give her her little shout out and she definitely has earned what she's got, Dave. Yes, she has. And we have earned uh, us to say uh, that's another edition of our <laughs> WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. Andrew, have a great weekend, and we'll see you all next week. All righty. See you all.